everybody welcome to the collective podcast um this is going to be an awesome episode i got a friend of mine on uh, chris sanchez who does um, illustration um, concept art um, really amazing photoshop work has done a ton of projects i actually know him back from my prologue days um so it's really great to be bringing a friend on that i haven't talked to in a while and we're going to kind of catch up on each other's lives through the podcast it'll be kind of fun but yeah uh chris has worked on a ton of projects um, a lot of really great things that um, i really admire projects that i admire he's done stuff for the title sequence for game of thrones um he's done he worked on the rock and roll um title mm-hmm. sequence which is one of my favorites um still he worked on that with Ilya and, and Danny Yell and stuff so um but a ton of other stuff too in movies and um he's uh he's got a lot of experience he's been around in the game for a bit and um has worked his ass off and um yeah there's not much other anything else to say other than Chris Rocks and uh, I'm gonna have a, a, a link yeah. to his work and stuff on the in the bottom of the podcast you get to check it out he doesn't really update his site as much i'm sure he's got like a shit ton of work that he won't put post up there but yeah <laughs> I, I need i still need to do some updating clean house a bit yeah but i think you I, it seems like you like to lay, lay low a little bit like you don't want to be like all over the place or up on the radar a ton as long as you're getting your bills paid right and you're just doing work that you're okay with you know yeah yeah i think i think i'm that's exactly right i kind of just kind of focusing on on the task at hand and, uh, you know, um, yeah, not, I, I guess I don't put myself out there as much as I should, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, as long as I'm, I'm happy and making good work, I think I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay with that, but maybe in the future I'll, I'll do a little bit more self-promotion, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe this podcast will help too. And, and getting people, yeah. you know, just fans of the podcast or just people that are generally interested in this kind of stuff, get to s- see who you are. It's really funny too. That's what I was going to say is, um, a lot of times I'll, I'll send your work out to like people I'm like, yeah, check out Chris's work or hit him up or something, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I always go like, damn, where's his new work? He's got like a Game of Thrones on here and they're like, you know, shit, they're on season three now. But no, yeah. I, because I know that you got a lot of stuff cooking, but at the same time, um, it just reminds me, it doesn't really matter because, um, you got, you know, you got great work on there and that's all that matters really to Thanks. you. And, and, and I really dig, you know, the, the chill aspect of how you're doing. I think as long as it works for you, then why bother messing with it? You know, cause it just takes a lot more effort, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, also when, you know, uh, it's it's different also when you're like, you know, hungry to be w- jumping around to other places and, and looking for lots of different types of projects. Like, I think self-promotion is, is very important for that aspect um, where, you know, I usually I, I don't I don't move around too often. I like to kind of stay at like one studio for a while and build a relationship there um so i it's more think important that has the people to do with it. like connecting with yeah. the people you like that yeah i do i think that's sort of an important thing and um I, and i think that has something to do with the the whole me not updating all the time um totally i think it i think if i was looking maybe. for work yeah yeah it's just more comfortable that yeah. way but yeah yeah, well, shit, whatever, you know, it works for you, yeah. so, yeah. And then uh, we're, I was going to say also, um, we've been to Comic-Con together, yeah, we went to Comic-Con, yeah. and you slept on my floor, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we had that awesome road trip with your brother down from L.A., 
that night. That was awesome. That was but, so much fun. You guys showed me the double rainbow video, and I couldn't oh, stop yeah. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, man. I re- yeah, that was, that was good times, man. It I, was. I, I must thank you for that. Yeah, that was. And that was that your first Comic Con? No, I've been to or? quite a few before, but it was the first one in like five or six years that I'd been to. Yeah, yeah we, it's overwhelming, right? All the yeah, dude. Oh, my brain. I was like, uh, I want to buy everything, and then like I just had like mental diarrhea. Uh, and then I didn't buy anything because I was like so overwhelmed and I couldn't make up my mind. It was crazy. I remember we were walking in the yeah. crowds and it was just like just just like walking a big armpit. And just like, Ugh. it was crazy. Yeah. That was a really crazy year. That was a really and every crazy year, year. It gets. It, I feel like it gets crazier and crazier. Like more and more people. Yeah. Year, somebody died at Comic Con. I guess. No way, ago. really. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Someone was like crossing the street and got hit by a car or something. Oh and, man! And then some other guy got stabbed in, in the eye or something with a pencil because <laughs> he stole someone's seat at a panel or something. I mean, it's. It's, I think it's getting a little too intense. I don't know. Yeah, well, anytime you know, anytime you put that many people in a confined space, you're gonna have some kind of you know rebound of action. You know, is is as, as nice as most of the comic book nerds and everybody seem to be in the community. Of course, you're gonna push somebody's button, and you know they might not be on their medication right that day or something, and then they just <laughs> go sh- a fucking ape shit. You know, yeah, it gets it gets a little too much. But last year, I think when I was doing the thing with Mondo, it was actually um, wasn't too bad actually i was surprised i think they moved it around or thinned it out or figured out a new way to um adjust the space because yeah i remember when we went it was like it was like a mosh pit that was like in slow motion yeah and i wanted a mosh pit heavy because i was pissed (laughs) i just want to throw my elbows out and just start (laughs) fucking (laughs) throwing bows and nerds yeah just But no, that was a really amazing time and it was really cool um, because I, I wanted to bring that up because you really, um, you come from illustration as well and comics and and, all, and that kind of culture and it, and it influences your art. And that was one thing that really bonded us and connected us quickly at Prologue. Um, when I worked at Prologue, everybody there is really cool, but they're really intense um, because yeah. they're some of the best in the world at what they do. And, um, but you had a really just calm demeanor about it. You've been there for a while and you were just like, yeah, you know, you just make like a hundred frames and it's, it's all good. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I just work all day and you know, it's okay. And I'm like, damn, this guy has got it under control. So, but, um, yeah, yeah. we had a couple of really think, funny instances I remember. So it was, it was a good time. Uh, yeah. though. It was crazy. It was good times. It was good times. I think a part of that was, um, I don't know. I think uh, that's my personality, just kind of laid back. And it also was my sort of first job ever. So I felt I kind of just took everything on like, oh, this is just how it is. You know, this this, I'm just going to, you know, uh, have the best outlook I can about everything, whether there's stressful moments or not, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're very much calm and collective, which is admirable, admirable for me in my position because I'm just like aggro all the time. So, yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, you, how long did you end up working um, with Kyle and everybody at Prologue? You were there for quite a while, right? Yeah, I worked there for three and a half years. That's a long time to work at yeah. Prologue or a place yeah. at that level because yeah, it, it, yeah. it equates to like 
15 years, I think. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Yeah. People might laugh, but they don't understand, you know, the amount of work that yeah. you put in. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable place to really just hone your craft, like hone your craft and, and, and get your skills up and really, um, learn what you're made of, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I recommend <laughs> it to everyone. I, I think it's, you know, I'm very grateful to have worked there. I learned a lot and, and it is, I, I think I've, you know, that, that whole team there, it's like, you're right the most talented in the world so yeah yeah they really and it all comes down to dedication to the craft i think you know and Mm -hmm. um that's one thing that i learned and it was really interesting it was my first job actually in the motion industry so i think it's we've maybe had a similarity there um just Mm -hmm. because of how shell shock you become you're like what the hell like you know like i do all that like it's crazy and and learning the ways and and little tricks and secrets and how to do things faster and stuff and but you really learn like you know like we talked about you really learn your limits and who you are and set a contrast for yourself and yeah it's really crazy Mm -hmm. i I miss that environment at times because i like that madness you know yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn about, um, what you can do in a short amount of time, what you can't do in a short amount of time. Um, and you, yeah, you learn tricks and shortcuts and, and you also just learn how to, you know, train your eye to see, uh, in a different way. You know, you're, you're like develop, you're developing your eye to, to make the most beautiful image possible. You know, and I, that takes a lot of work. You know, I, it's like, and it's the the hardest part. I think is like that last five percent. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people can get like to that ninety five percent or ninety percent, but it's like that that last little bit. Like, how do you how do you make this image, you know, look um, different from everyone else's image? You know, absolutely right, and that's exactly what it is. I think, and and I think that you know on a it's just like if you take a 12-hour workday and then you add that extra hour just because you're driven for it, that's mm-hmm. the difference. And it's not necessarily 14-hour, 10, 20. It doesn't really necessarily break down to time, so to speak. It, it does, but not always, but it's just that extra little bit. Yeah. And, and that always reminds me, every time, and it's just funny, there's just something that happened between us and, and when our friendship when we were there. We would communicate through instant message. Um, mm-hmm. because everybody was, you know, focused on work. You don't want to talk and, and cause a yeah. disruption. And the, there was one thing, especially when I first started, I had no clue how to get to the level of you guys. So I was just kind of doing my best. And it was, there was this really great moment because you kind of shepherded me into like, you know, teaching me the ropes because I was just like, Oh my God, how am I going to do all this stuff? You know, <laughs> and I didn't want to lose my job there and I wanted to do the best I could with the opportunity I had. And I was commuting from San Diego, so I was just like crazy. But the thing is that I remembered the most, and it and it stuck with me, and it still does to this day, and it probably always will. Is that um, I remember sending you something, and I thought it was done, but you were like, "I don't get why. What is this? You know, like." And you weren't being mean; you were just trying to understand it. And it was yeah. cool because you did. You were you were like, "This isn't at the level that it needs to be." You know, like you got to build it until that you get that level. Then I'll come and help you out even more. You know, and it was cool to get that honest feedback because it it kind of lived with me still and it reminds me that you know it's you just got to go the extra mile yeah or two or a hundred whatever it takes to get to that level but you understood it and you and you understand it now and and -hmm. like i think you said it you have to it's a it's a matter of seeing i guess you know yeah 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 i think what what was the first thing we worked on 
Um, I, I think it was a Mustang. Yeah, yeah, it was Mustang. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, I, I do remember that. And I, and I think that uh, within a matter of like days, you were like already like, uh, you know, figuring out how to, how to, you know, do, do get it to that level. Uh, I, don't I don't remember so. you. Like I don't. I, I remember is really quick. What? I think it felt like years. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was only there for a year, which is ridiculous. But yeah, no, I mean, but it was it was the thing that you said, and it was and it reminded me that you know you got to really push for it. You and, and when I thought something was done, it was like the amateur to the pro. There's like that mm-hmm. whole. There's that whole. There's a different mindset when you go to that level. And I very much regard you as the pro. And I was like, man, how does he do this? Like, and, and, and I have people contacting me and I'm sure you have as well asking you like, you know, this, or can you see my work or check this out? And I think when I look at somebody's work that isn't complete or has potential, but they just don't know how to reach it because they haven't put the time in, yeah. it usually just breaks down to like, you just have to keep going. That's, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're exactly right. Yeah. You just got to keep, keep pushing and keep what I just keep asking yourself, oh, how do I make this better? And and I think a lot of par- a hard, something that I learned uh, at the beginning, and it takes a lot of time, is how to not be sensitive with your art, you know, and yeah, and what you're creating, and that, and I think that's a, uh, you know, that's really really difficult because I think, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, like most artists are are, are sensitive people, you know, yeah, very sensitive much about so. what they create. You almost have to be though, right? Because you have to be sensitive to be aware of like what's around you and how to manipulate it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly right. And, and a difficult part or part of it is training yourself how to be able to take a criticism and even, you know, criticize yourself, like step out of your shoes and look at it with like somebody else's eyes who, you know, doesn't know anything about design or, you know, um, you know, from, from just an outside perspective and, and that, I think that's a. I mean, I I think I'm always um, trying to evolve in that and and uh, be able to step out of my own shoes and look at it. Yeah, we're all we're always a student to that one. You know, like yeah. you'll never be a master of that one. I think that's what makes yeah. it so cool, though. I think you know, it's no matter how hard we try to to obtain that goal, it's always fleeting. You know, which is yeah, which is a bitch. <laughs> But it's also the fun part, I guess, you know, which is, you know, yeah. I don't know, makes it makes it an interesting experience, I guess. But yeah, that whole experience was amazing. And I know it really transformed you as a person. Mm-hmm. And I and I know everybody that goes there, positive or negative, you know, like I'm very thankful for the experience that I had. It wasn't easy at all times, but it was definitely experience. And I and I, I learned contrast in my life, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you did as well. And so after, um, I guess we should backtrack too. I want to learn a little bit about kind of like your upbringing. Maybe did your parents, um, were they into art at all? You come from Florida too, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, well I was born the in, uh, Georgia. Penis of America. It is. It really is. <laughs> Do you come from the, the penis head or from like the balls area? Uh, actually, Louisiana uh, area. I moved all along the shaft. Oh. The balls, so. Did you move up and down the shaft? Yeah, huh? yeah, I did actually. Every every couple of years, my parents moved around. Oh, okay. And uh, so I, you know, I, I, well, I was born in Georgia, and I, I lived in Chicago for about six years, seven years, and then I moved all around. Florida. At what age in Chicago? Uh, I think I was there from years like two to eight. 
Okay. Um, Here, that's a pretty crazy city and like a really nice one too. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. I wish I could have kind of experienced it at like a little bit older, but yeah, I was pretty young and, uh, and then, uh, in Florida, yeah, we lived in Miami and Orlando, uh, and we, and then my parents eventually moved up to the, the ball area, um, which is a, a small, <laughs> small town. Also the ball area. Oh yeah, that's right. The dick shaft thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the pan the or or the panhandle i should say um, uh, uh yeah perfect. a little a town of like six thousand people uh called mariana we ended up there and i went to high school there and uh yeah i mean it was it's it was like a culture shock to move to a, a really really small town like that and i ended up you know just becoming a huge nerd there pretty much because that you know all all my like classmates and everything were into like like hunting and, and fishing and things like that. And I, I just, you know, I wasn't really an outdoorsy types of per- person. And so I, you know, just drew a lot and like, um, played video games and collected toys and things like that. And, and then I, I basically went to didn't grow up just like yeah, me. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so stunted my growth there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was so, um, then after I graduated high school, uh, I got accepted to the Ringling College of Art and Design. Which That's is a badass college, right? Yeah, it's, it was it was good. Um, I learned a lot there, uh, and and the it's it's in kind of a unique location. Well, I should say it's it's in Sarasota, Florida, and there's really not too much to do there, so you're not really distracted by like partying and you know, going out and things like that. So, you know, I, it, it seemed, it didn't seem like the normal college experience. Um, yeah. Or, um, it was pretty, pretty art. There wasn't school. a lot of flashing and yeah. shots off <laughs> yeah. chests and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not but too much. But you, but you actually do go to get education, which is what college should be about really. You know, the main reason why you pay all the money is to have somebody force feed you to do stuff, you know? Yep. That's yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I hear so, that's I hear I've heard good things about that college though. Like um, it is. It is. It, they, I mean, they a pump lot out good talent. They must have good teachers. Your experience there was good. Yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah, they, I know a lot of students who you know have won awards and things like that. Yeah, as students, you know, and um, I, I studied under uh, Sean Barber. He that's was, uh, crazy. I didn't know yeah. that. Really? Yeah, he was my teacher for um, a year or two. He's amazing. There. Yeah, he's a he was a teacher there for a little while, and yeah, he is really amazing. He taught me a lot, I, and I, I, I feel like I owe him a lot. He he kind of like, um, he, he definitely I learned the most from from him, and um, and at the time he was you know freelancing on the side, and so he would bring his paintings in and and kind of show us his work in progress and and That's talk cool. about it. So yeah, we kind of actually got to you know see firsthand like someone actually working in the industry. Yeah. So he's really talented. He did the he does a great tattoo portraits, and he also did like a massive black tutorial I think too, which is really good. It's really yeah. informative. And one of his things that I always read from his site, I didn't realize that about you. I didn't realize you're um, he was one of your mentors and teachers. That's cool. Um, I, I think I guess I can see that now that I look at your work. But like uh, the the cool thing is. Um, he has this really great fact, facts uh, FAQ section on his website, and it's just so straight and awesome. And he just the way he breaks down his experience with art and just how humble you must be, and 
you'll never be the best and like but it's but that's not shouldn't be discouraging it should be encouraging to think like that you just want you want to be the best you you can in the day that you're living and it just his whole outlook on it is really great i usually go back to it every couple months and read it because it's just really powerful words that he's able to do and say and he seems like a really passionate dude huh yeah he is he's i mean he and he's a machine he worked a lot i remember and and had great, you know, things to say during critiques. And, and I remember, I'll never forget, like, uh, there, there was a moment where I was, like, sort of doubting uh, to be, become an illustrator. Like, I, I was majoring in illustration. And um, uh, it just seemed, you know, really competitive. And, and I was thinking about changing my major. And, and I told him that. And he, he I re- I'll never forget, he said, I, I asked him, I was like, well, you know, is, is this, is this possible? Like, I, I don't know if I can do this, I, you know, like, what, what do you think I should do? And he's like, he's like, well, why not? You know, well, why, why don't you, you know, try? And, uh, and it, it was, it was so simple, like such a, a simple response, uh, simple response. Yeah. You know? And I was like, he's right. Like, shit, I can do it. You know? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's so, a powerful mind, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. cool, man. I mean, especially being as close to, to somebody like that. And then you're, you know, then also with Kyle Cooper and stuff as well, you know, like that, the energy from the drive of those guys is, is pretty crazy, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, definitely influential and, and, uh, yeah, big influences on me for sure. That's cool. And so you, so you're over there, um, and you, and you eventually got your degree, I take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the BFA, uh, four years of Ringling and then, uh, did and you pay for I, that like, or did you do, you, do, you do like a, cause a lot of people ask me too about like the expense of college and stuff and how crazy it is. I actually it was able to pay off my student loans, um, like last year, which I'm stoked yeah, about. Yeah, me too, actually. My, good, my paying mine off last year, too. Good for you, man. Usually yeah. it takes a long time, you know, because it gets really expensive. Four years uh, at that kind of college, I imagine, is pretty, pretty spendy. Yeah, so yeah. So good on it, you. It, 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 yeah, it was pretty pricey. Um, um, and I, I did have a bit of a scholarship, like a very small one. So that helped out a little bit, but um, just because of, like, grades, nothing. No art, not, no art scholarship, I don't think. It was just, like... I think at the time it was called like Bright Futures or something. I, I don't know what it was. Yeah, baby. But, um, the rainbow over the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Double rainbow, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> oh, well, oh, that's so good. So, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so, yeah, I after graduation, I kind of like stuck around that town and for a couple months and I was like, okay, I'm not going to go home to, to my parents' house. I'm going to stay here with a friend and I'm going to just like email companies. Like that's all I'm going to do. And for like, I don't know, like two months, I, uh, that's, that's, I would wake up in the morning and I would, I would make a postcard. Um, and, and sometimes like I, I was hand making postcards at the time cause I like was being pretty ghetto about it. <laughs> and I was, what I was postcards? basically like, you'd, you'd I was make? like gluing, I was like gluing, like yeah, I was like printing my workout on a postcard with my website and stuff, and I would mail it to a company. Oh okay. And yeah, so that's I was not only sending emails, but I was like sending physical like. What postcards. year are we in at this moment? This is two thousand and six. Damn, yeah. that's so old, dude. I know. I'm just I joking. <laughs> no, uh, no. It's, I'm it's just true. I'm just messing, but no. Okay, so it's 2006, true. you're making postcards yeah. from your 2006. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I eventually had some made, um, 
and I was, yeah, I was sending them out and, uh, emailing companies. Probably I would send out like 10 postcards a day and I would email like, you know, 20 companies a day. Uh, just and, all the companies uh, that you were hoping to work for or yeah, that and then well, some. Well, the, yeah, that first 20 or first 10 were the ones that I was hoping to work for, but with no response, I would, you know, just continue with a list that, uh, that I had collected over time of just places and from uh the career services at the college they had like a whole list of companies that you know so i would i would basically get that list photocopy that list and i would email all these places cool and probably you know so i would get like some responses here and there and like asking me to do tests you know they would say hey can you do this cell phone graphic or can you, you for know, free do this, like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. or like this or- orthographic um character turnaround and uh and i would i would do it you know i'd put put a lot of heart and soul into it and i would send it and i would get no response you know and i'm like man this is depressing you know i'm like easily yeah (laughs) yeah very depressing so um but uh eventually um a buddy of mine a, a very good friend uh peter harp uh was uh working at prologue at the time and I was telling him, yeah, I'm like, man, depressed. I can't find any jobs. Like, he's like, hey, why don't you just send your stuff here? They they work. They do. They use Photoshop here. Use Photoshop, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I sent them something, and and uh, and they asked me to do do a, a board for them. And I was in Florida at the time, and uh, so I did. I did this board. And I spent like three days on it. Really hard work. Uh, just just spend all my time on it and uh and they replied and said hey when can you start so sick i uh yeah i drove out there like a week later you drove yeah i drove 32 hours with my uh, father yeah we took turns with your dad yeah so your dad came out there with you yeah oh that's cool yeah 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 he helped me move supportive that's cool man damn and that would set that's a mission dude so from yeah, from the I guess it's the dick of the world of America to the ass. <laughs> Being anatomically correct, oh, it's so bad. No, that's a long drive, right. dude. Across the country is a long drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've done it once. It was oh god, I just wanted to kill myself. But there's some really yeah. beautiful things. Did you did you guys just kind of power through it and just? No, yeah, we powered through it. We didn't get really stop. Uh, that's a bummer sightsee yeah i know yeah i did the same thing and whenever you do that you're like fuck i should just really enjoy this but you're like i need to go you know and you realize how big our country is so um yeah it's huge i don't know if you've ever been to europe europe you think is kind of big it's it's pretty small feeling in comparison especially when you're isolated into the bounds of the countries you know like i was in germany yeah. it was like damn germany is like as big as san francisco like <laughs> yeah is really cool though i really uh, it's like the coolest man what, what, yeah. what part did you go and visit uh i was in berlin oh, it's for, the best uh, several, yeah it's great it was it's a really cool city it's a beautiful place man i, I was just out there that's the yeah. only place i've been to in europe and man it's just so rich with culture and 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 history and you know it's just amazing it's so cool because you know you live in la i live in san diego it's like stucco city out here everything's like 20 years old (laughs) it's like a bunch of chipotles and starbucks it's like (laughs) fuck but when you go to like 
Berlin, it's been there for so long. And, you know, even after the war, there's like, you know, round casing, like um, wounds in the walls of some buildings that they don't want to even worry about fixing up. And the cool thing about Berlin that I loved is it's very much an art friendly kind of city. It's, I mm -hmm. think it's changing now, but um, God, it's so cool, man. That place yeah. is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's, I mean, it's just a hub for creativity, you know, and yeah. you can really feel that and you can feel the history of the city too there, you know, it's totally. a lot of cool energy there. Totally. Did you spend uh, a decent amount of time out there? Uh, I was there four days, I think. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Damn. Did you were you traveling through Europe and you just stayed there I for was, a bit? I was. Yeah. Okay. I went. I just did like a two week Euro Euro trip kind oh, of. Damn. You, you feels like you want to be there for like a month at least, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, you definitely need a month for a cool place like that. You know. Yeah. I mean, you could spend. You could literally spend like a month just in Berlin and maybe see like a, a fifth of the city. I bet you know, like really experience it properly. All the food and the sites and, the, and all these things, you know, so it's, yeah. it's a wicked city. That's cool. What other um, parts of Europe did you go check out? Uh, I went to Stockholm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I heard that's Paris. really awesome too. Yeah. Madrid and, uh, London. Damn. Yeah. Did you go out and see Ollie while you're out there? No, I did not. Ollie Mossers. Yeah. <laughs> That was really amazing when we were all there at the office together um, yeah. at Prologue. It, it real, I, I realized I was in a, a really in a special time, you know? Yeah. Because I knew there was something special about Ollie um, when I would see his work and I knew what he was doing and and it was just a lot of fun. And, and then, you know, when the three of us were there, because a lot of everybody, most of the, gener the general amount of people that were at Prologue are mostly really great designers. But yeah. they didn't really practice the trade of illustration. So that's why I think we all kind of connected because we all like to draw, you know, and yep. stuck together. And, and Ollie loved to draw, and but he had this amazing sense of design as well. And you don't you remember, like, sitting there, and then he, he like, kind of just blew up. He, like, just yeah. like he just got huge, like, celebrity status. And he was like, all right, yeah. peace out, bitches, and he left. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was, was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, it was you're right it was kind of a monumental time actually great what a great great team you know that was all there you know? yeah not and not just us illustrators but of course like all everyone there was just man making such beautiful work and i mean very very inspiring man always to, yeah to that was around. that's but, a, that's a key word i think too when you really experience that event and the people and everything else it's just really inspiring you know yeah, it was a that was a good time too, and then seeing Ollie just blow up and yeah. and being inspired by that, and then you know wanting that as well and stuff. I'm sure, um, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I I just thought maybe you would have seen him when you were out there because um, he's out in London and stuff. But yeah, I, I should have. I I was there for a short amount of time, but I, I really I I, I Ollie is very inspiring. I mean, he has he works a lot, and he's into the same sort of art that me and you are into and and he he just i mean he's he makes great great stuff and really fun things that are are uh, i think a lot of a lot of what i love about it is how like it's very nostalgic you know and i, I think that's something i can relate to heavily is i think i i always i'm, I'm always drawn to nostalgia and and things of of you know with uh, stuff that i grew up on you know Totally. Yeah. And I, I think what's really great is he's figured out a way to make it a new nostalgia, if that makes any sense, you know, 
yeah. like a new take on a nostalgic thing. You know, like the Star Wars posters he did and stuff. I was just out of curiosity. I, I looked up um, those Star Wars posters, like what people are, because I know people, um, they buy his stuff and then they sell it just to make a profit. And I saw yeah. the, those three Star Wars posters. And I think he, yeah. I think I was going to get one from him back then. Maybe that was when he was too big, but I knew I had a couple posters from him that he yeah. gave to me at work. And I was like, ah, sick, you know? And one of them, uh, somebody rolled over with their chair and just ruined it. And I was like, no, but, uh, those, those star Wars posters three in a row, I think we're going for like six grand or plus. Wow. Yeah. It's oh so God. cool, man. It's <laughs> it, it, what's crazy is that, you know, you're just, you know, we were all together at that place and, 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 and it was yeah. so cool seeing everybody progress and grow and, and all that stuff. So it just reminds me of, of that moment and that time. And, seen it and it's there's something special about that you know um being in the those scenarios and settings with those kind of people you know so yeah i don't know it's just it's like watching awesome shit just kind of occur you're just like oh yeah like an amazing sunset you just have to sit and enjoy it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're right that's a good analogy yeah but it was really cool i mean i, I, mean, I don't want to keep harping on it but i just that was every time that we talk or the things that you know that we connect with is it started from that place and those experiences and stuff but we're going back to you starting to work at prologue because you get the job you guys you and your dad travel across the country mm-hmm. and and so this is the first time you've been in L.A.? So, uh, no, actually, my uh, brother, Alex, uh, was going to school at Loyola Marymount uh, Film School. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I had came and visited him, visited him once, and I, man, I was, like, um, fell in love. I was like, oh, man, this city's so cool, man. I, I would like to move here. But it, it wasn't, I wasn't set on it. But just so happened that Prologue was, you know, located in L.A., made everything, you know, it was good that I had a family member out here as well. So I had had him out here that I knew. And then I had my, you know, good friend Peter. And so, I, yeah, I, uh, my dad helped me move in. We And uh, I, yeah, just started working at Prologue. Uh, and, you know, when I first started, you know, I, I can, I was, you know, I felt, you know, the same, ex- the same thing that you were saying, that's how I felt too. It's like, man, how do, how do I get my work to this level? Like, all these guys are so good. Like I, I just, I, you know, and then over time, like I, you know, I figured it out and having Peter there, having a peer there, you know, basically yes. helped me lifeline. as well. Yeah. yeah a lifeline. So, um, if you don't so have yeah. that in that situation, you're, you're up shit Creek, you know? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So you, um, so the beginning learning curve was a bit hard and then you started to learn relationships and then develop yourself. Yeah. At what point did you feel like yeah. you started mm-hmm. to really get I, it? I, uh, yeah, just over time, uh, figured it out. Cool. And at what time did you feel like you started to really get it and understand like what you were doing? Um, I, I man, I would say probably my third year, to be honest. Like, yeah, three years, huh? Like, yeah, it took me a long time. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> because I, I, since I didn't study graphic design, it was a little more, uh, you know, and the learning curve was a little, you know, harder for me. Um, and, uh, but, but it was great, man. I, I, I must say like being around all these designers, like definitely, uh, like molded me and, and kind of shaped my eye to see, see things in a different way, you know, compositionally and in color and, and just everything textures and, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it took, it took me a while and it, a lot of work to, um, to figure it out. 
Yeah. But that's, I mean, what's crazy too is you're, you're, you manage to make some kind of stir because you're able to stay there, you know, <clears throat> and create, mm-hmm. you know, to get, still get good work, even though you say it took you three years, but I'm sure there was some kind of, you know, success during those times. Do you have a couple of projects? I mean, can you walk us through kind of your experience with rock and Rolla and kind of how that went down and, um, or yeah. like another memorable project? I mean, you worked on Spider-Man three as well. Um, the Sherlock Holmes title sequence. I mean, there's quite a few yeah. things that you, um, you collaborated with, um, the crew on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, well with, uh, rock and Rolla, uh, Danny, I mean, that was, that was one of the most fun things to work on because, um, I mean, it was just straight up illustration, you know, and, um, I, uh, Danny and Ilya, uh, they, they were designing boards for it. And, um, uh, and I think they, you know, they won the pitch and got, got everything approved. And then like the, then they came to me and asked me to, uh, refine some of the illustrations that they had started. Yeah. And, uh, and I just like went to town on those and really detailed them up. And I was looking at, you know, uh, artists like Frank Miller, you know, for reference and things like that. So and, good. He, he knows his his lights and his contrasts and darks and shadows and all that stuff. Did you oh, look yeah. up to like Mike Mignola as well or? Uh, no, I mean, I know him at the time I did not, but he's really great too. Um, and so, yeah, that, uh, uh, just, or I illustrated those characters and then, um, Miller was a, just like one of your general influences for that project. Yeah. Just yeah. In I general. would say so. It's like his Sin City stuff kind yeah, of, or totally. his Batman stuff. Was that kind of the stuff that you were, you're pushed by it. What's cool uh, is I don't really see it though, which is cool. I mean, I see it, but I don't. It's it, it's kind of cool because it's all digital, right? The way you drew them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The painted. They basically inked them in Photoshop. Yeah. And, you'd um, you'd like um, use the image of the actor and then do your interpretation. Right. Yeah. You're basically like taking a screenshot from the movie and and you're like tracing tracing the actor, but but adding you know artistic license to it to in, in, enhance it and and um, make it more interesting than just a photo which it is which is really cool too like you can definitely tell that it's it's from a photo but it's stylized in a way where it's not direct tracing like some of the maybe yeah. the, like the materials and the jackets and stuff like that feels like it's direct but it's cool the faces the the artistic liberty that you guys took with that and yeah. that was that was you collaborating with Ilya as well Yes, Ilya. Yeah, Ilya an amazing is designer. Freaking crazy good, man. That guy. Yeah. He's been a prologue since for like 30 years now, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is the equivalent of like 40 decades. <laughs> yeah. He's been there. He's been there a long time, but I mean, he's you know he's always making good things, you know. So I. Yeah. You know he's he's a big inspiration in me as well. Like he does great work, and same with Danny and Kyle. Like all of the all of those artists are just like and Simon and Hebok like. These guys are, are you know, um, ma- like masters of their craft. So um, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. That. So sorry, I didn't mean to segue, but yeah, I mean that's another that's another group of people that are just super talented and have really understand what they're doing. So we, what you're talking, so you go and take the illustrations because I kind of know this and I kind of know what happened, but I, for those that are fans of this project, just as like I am this kind of information is kind of cool just because it's, they don't always get to see a different side of these things as well. So sure. I just think the process is yeah, sometimes just, could be really interesting as well, you know? So 
Yeah. So uh, basically, I I was inking them in black and white first, and um, and detailing them as much as possible, and uh, and then after that, I would hand them off to Danny and Ilya, and they would uh, comp them into the scene, and they would animate them. And uh, I believe there's you know there's certain areas of the characters that would need to be separated. Certain elements like an eyeball would need to be separated on a separate layer so that they could animate that and. And certain subtle, subtle things um, to bring the illustration to life in a in a moving sequence, and uh, and then the the last, I believe it's the last illustration, uh, and the guy the guy's holding uh, two pistols, and it's it transition the illustration transitions into live action, and we uh, that for that specific uh, illustration I had to paint that one uh, like six or seven times uh, so that it. So that it animated, almost like a cell animation, and then and then transition to the live action. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great one. Did you know when you were when you were working on it that this was going to be one of those to remember? Like, could you could you well, tell like how good it was going to be based off of that? Uh, I, I mean, I knew I knew I was. Yeah, I was pretty. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know how big it would be, but I. I definitely loved working on it, and I saw how co- I thought it was really cool at the time. And I knew still that um, Guy Ritchie, yeah, it's those Guy Ritchie did the snatch, uh, did snatch, and then the title sequence within that is, you know, uh, live action transitioning to illustration stills for a moment to introduce the characters and i thought at the time i i remember in college watching that like every other day like i that was one of the movies i would just watch constantly yeah and the fact that i got getting to work on guy Ritchie's next movie you know and 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 doing illustrations i was just like man in heaven i was like a kid in a candy shop so yeah you only get these kind of projects every so often you know like yeah and, and getting those moments where because it's cool like that project i think works with your strengths of illustration and, and Ilya's as well. And then Danny's and Ilya's amazing sense of design and motion. And then there's like the whole level of the way that things flow through the world. It's just so powerful. I remember when I first saw this is before I actually worked at prologue and I just like lost my shit. And I was like, man, uh, I get to work with people that did this. This is like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be an amazing experience because it's just it's exactly where I want to be because I want to make work at this level, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And I and I, honestly, maybe I'm just nostalgic, but I haven't seen a project that is on this level that this is as good as this, you know. Like it, it's like it's a perfect storm, you know. It's kind of like when Kyle made uh, worked on Seven, the title sequence. Mm-hmm. It's like there hasn't been one that's kind of worked like that because the, there hasn't been a movie like that necessarily that like allows for it in a sense, you know. Right. There's been yeah. some really great ones and some beautiful ones, but. I don't know, just in my opinion, you know, like Rock and Roll uh, as what it is, is it's a very standout project, you know. Yeah. And it's cool, you lucky bastard. I'm grateful to be part of it, for you sure. You bastard, I wanted a piece <laughs> of that. <laughs> no, it's awesome, man. man if you were so there, cool. he would have been, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, it would have been a lot of fun, man. So, But that's yeah. that's one of the ones that are super memorable to me. Is there another project that you can remember, like, you know, being a challenge um, for you, but figuring out, well, or I mean, the, they uh, probably the, all are. Yeah, I mean, they all you know bring their all. There's challenges with everyone. Um, I mean, one in particular that was pretty fun and and funny actually was um, the orphan. Yeah, yeah. Horror movie. 
Well, well, uh, they, I mean, working on that was pretty interesting. They, they like came to me with <clears throat> this manila folder, uh, full of like really perverted drawings. You know, I have no idea where they came from. And they're like, yeah, the, um, you know, director wants you to, uh, draw something for, for this end sequence that's painted on the wall. But by the way, spoiler alert, if anyone oh, hasn't no. seen Orphan, <laughs> yeah. There's like an image that the main character paints on her wall. <clears throat> it's, it's revealed. Yeah, it's a really and, creepy uh, movie. Yeah, it's really creepy. But but what they wanted me to draw in the beginning was very like, really like, you know, perverted stuff. You know, and and it was like, you know, dicks <laughs> yes. and vaginas everywhere, and just like, and so I, you know, I came back then like a couple of days. Well, well, I, I left work to do it because people kept like coming to my screen, like, "What are you drawing? What, are you, what is this weird?" Just have a poster that I'm drawing dicks. Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I didn't want to offend anybody, so, so I, you know, I went home for a couple of days, and when I came back, and the director saw it. They're like, "Man, who the hell drew all this weird shit?" I'm like, <laughs> oh man, sorry. I thought you guys wanted all this perverted stuff. So then I. So the producer sent you the wrong shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like really hardcore stuff, and then and so I was just basically matching the reference. Oh, okay, and then, yeah. Uh, but that was pretty fun to work on. Um, pretty, pretty funny experience. And the thing is that yeah. the the main character is drawing all this fucked up shit with a dark light, and then the guy finally sees it when he puts a dark light on or something. It reveals all this like heavy shit that's happening in the scene. That this person's totally not what she seems to be. Not a kid. She's just pre- like this. What is it like this? Yeah, woman she's like in a child's body old. yeah exactly she's got like some rare disease wicked man it's crazy yeah, yeah that whole unfolding i was like uh and then that scene yeah <laughs> yeah you're yeah. just drawing dicks yeah when, just when, drawing yeah dicks and <laughs> naked I, people you know, so. yeah but that was that's there you go though and that was just really cool about that place is um they not only was it title sequences but it was parts of visual effects and stuff as well and all that kind of stuff which which is um for guys like you and i it's kind of fun you know like it's kid yeah. in the candy store kind of stuff were you there when i was working on the right were you there when i was doing that yeah i think uh yeah i was actually yeah, uh we i think was it a cat was it like a castle and like a uh that's right yeah a yeah stomach wasn't there a stomach too like a pregnant woman yeah there was that too yeah there was a ton of scenes yeah, I think it grossed um, out everybody, so I ended up just doing it because I was the yeah. only one like desperate enough to just keep going. <laughs> and then I got stuck drawing like horrible exorcism images for like months, and I was just like, "Ugh." Oh yeah, I remember the man? Those were really cool. Yeah, I, I that's right. Thanks, man. Uh, that was around though. You 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 had you had left around that time. I think I think around I Splice. I, you had done some really great stuff with Splice. Yeah. And then. uh we, we that was another time we were going to collaborate and i just couldn't match that level i think or i was trying to but i i just it didn't connect with me you know i just couldn't get there you know but you i think that's when you're working with paul paul mitchell was the creative director on that i think yeah um the title sequence for that which is really mm-hmm. cool um yeah yeah just, that was a fun one. It was. I think you had come up with some of the concept for that or something as well, and you did a bunch of stuff. The amount of work that you've done, it's like literally if you go to his website, I'm just like that's like maybe 1% of the amount of work I'm sure that you've done. Like, you know, show. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I guess like we talked about in the beginning, it's, it's, I guess it's better not to or for you, you don't really care. So 
Well, I, I don't know. I think a lot of the other stuff I, I don't like looking at, so I don't <laughs> want any other people to look at it, I guess. Yeah, totally. I understand that. That makes sense. But yeah, yeah no, I mean, I don't know. It's But it's what I'm just saying is that you've, you've created a massive amount of work um, just because you kind of have to there, you know, and just yeah. learn, learn to, to build out and stuff. So, But yeah, that was cool. And I think that was right around... Um, well, I guess let's, let's see, I'm looking at, you got, I want to talk about your cloud Atlas uh, stuff. And before that, we'll talk about game of Thrones because this is after prologue and stuff, but you were going to say, Oh no, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, um, like, um, was there another project besides drawing the dicks and stuff? And, (laughs) (laughs) um, well, the very first project that I worked on at prologue, uh, Mustang. (laughs) (laughs) they're like he's a newbie put him on the mustang thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah our lives are like uh, matched up exactly exactly yeah let's do a let's do a test on these guys (laughs) Uh. (laughs) um so no it was uh bridge to terabithia this um disney movie um oh that's right yeah uh, that was your first big like success um, through the it pitch my, and everything, right? Yeah, it was the first thing I worked on, pretty much. And I, well, the I like, I remember, like, actually going on set, and Kyle Cooper filmed, directed, like the the sequence. He shot like hands, people's hands drawing, and like my hand drawing, and um, and books, like the book pages flipping, and things like that. And and I, I just, I mean, that was to me a pretty memorable experience because i i was like a you know like on in on the spot basically being filmed drawing so i had to you know i was like oh man can i draw this like but uh, i mean luckily all the illustrations were like supposed to be like a 12 year old drew them so i'm like doodling (laughs) you know but i'm like trying not to make them too good and i'm like you know so but uh and and, you know kyle cooper he's like all right draw faster now draw faster now turn a page you know and i'm like sweating like oh my god like am i gonna you know ruin all this film that he's you know spent all this money on so oh it was shot with real film then that was pretty it was shot with a yeah, re- yeah, oh, wow. yeah it was real like a thirty five mil or something. It was that down so, it yeah. was that down in the studio at Prologue? No, it was off site somewhere. Wow. Um, and yeah, they imagine the pressure. Shit, now draw, now draw faster, now draw slower, now draw like yeah. yeah, I would have a hard time with that because yeah, you would have to draw like a twelve year old. Yeah. But then you're like, then you're probably thinking like, ah, oh, shit, like my homies are going to see this. And then you're like, you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but good on you for doing it though and continuing. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be challenging. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a memorable one. <laughs> There's so many though, I'm sure, because of all the man, the man amount of work that you've been involved with there. But yeah, that was, uh, I, I imagine that must have been really funny. <laughs> what a crazy experience and that was your yeah. that was really just your first experience yeah there? that was like my first that was my first and i didn't know how long i was gonna last because i i was on a three-month trial period there so i didn't it was just like oh man i gotta do my best so yeah yeah you know. puts you through the ringer but then you yeah. managed to do something so yeah that's yeah good. so yeah that's the one thing too i think is uh there's it's a really smart thing to have a culmination of really amazing designers, guys that know type, guys that know layout design and all that stuff. And then you, you mash them up with nerds like us. I like to draw. You get a really interesting, uh, combination when you get a final oh, result, yeah. you know, especially if people are willing to collaborate and put their ego aside and, and, and do really great things together. You can come up with some really great things. 
some really great collaborations and stuff and really great yeah. efforts. This is awesome. Yeah. I think that, I think that's, what's so uh, awesome about that place. And, and just, uh, I guess the motion industry in general, like it's really like a blend of all these, you know, different, um, areas of art, you know, you're, you've got illustration and graphic design and cinematography and all of it's like merging and complementing each other. And, and it's like setting the mood for the rest of the film. And it's just like such a beautiful, like genre, you know, of art. It's, I had never, I didn't really know much about it at that time. And I don't think anybody to, really did. I think it was being created as it was happening really. Don't you think? Yeah, I think you're right. Exactly. I think it, it was sort of new and I think it, it is still sort of new, you know, there are certain things that are new about it. And I just, I thought it was just really great to be part of, part of that you know and um yeah absolutely couldn't agree more because yeah it's and that's a good outlook to have you know as tough as it can be it's really great to be positive and you know thankful to be in the situation you know and to be around those kind of people and stuff but yeah i think that um that heavily has a heavy influence on you you know and pushes you to do the best work that you can you know Mm-hmm. which is great. And that's what, that's what I got out of the experience and stuff. So, but you, so let's push it along. So through like three years or whatever of some of the mm-hmm. most intense stuff in, in relation to the intensity of school comparison to working at that studio, what was like in a level, is it the same to you or was uh, it? No, actually I, I think, uh, I think college is for me, school was, um, the most challenging thing, you know, that I've ever had to go through because, yeah. um, yeah, Sean Barber I, kept I, slapping you and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, I think they're all everything is you know challenging in its own way. But at, in, in school, you have like several different classes and several different pieces of art that you're all trying to make. You know, yeah, that's true. Different types of art. So it's like you're you're having to turn your brain off on on one and then turning it on to the next project in a couple hours. So it's like you know, whereas if when you're working on a project, it's like just that one project you have to focus on, you know, let's say Prologue and, you know, other, um, my, the other studios I've worked at, but in school, it's like, oh man, you got four projects going on at the same time. Like, how am I going to finish them all by next week? You know? Yeah. So I, I think that was, I think to me, it was a little more challenging, like, uh, and maybe just because I was, new to 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 learning how to manage my time you know i think yeah. that was probably um but yeah i i think they're all i think you know prologue's challenging too you know so definitely was there a p- time when you were there when you wanted to jump away and just do illustration was there a part of you that wanted to always have that and or you know because yeah. there was a there was a time when you actually eventually jumped away and I think that yeah. it was well, due to your pull for trying to do more illustration work and not not so much design and working on commercials and title sequences. Yeah, exactly. I I left um, because basically I, you know, uh, well a couple of reasons. I I wanted to travel. Um, I hadn't done any traveling. And, um, I was, you know, I was working a lot. And so that was one reason. And then two, I wanted to focus on doing fine art. You know, I was, I wanted to, I, I wasn't painting traditionally. I was painting everything digitally and, you know, there, there was something I didn't want to lose. And, um, I, so yeah, I did a couple, you know, paintings for galleries and things like that. And, uh, and yeah, and I, I think that it was sort of an important thing in my, in my mind, uh, to 
to get back into that um, and just explore that that realm a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, uh, when you're there, it's very intense and it's hard to, you know, jump away, I, I suppose, you know, so, but when you're able to go out and do freelance is what you ended up doing, um, you have more freedom to do as you will when you're not on staff position and stuff. So, and then, so you decided to do that, right. you did some traveling. I, I thought you said you got really into diving and stuff and like ocean, like ocean deep diving. Uh, yeah, stuff. You I, got I your did, diver's license and stuff. Yeah, I did. I, um, cool. I got my diver's certificate afterwards and went diving for a bit. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was, that's pretty, uh, inspiring as well. You're being, you're like transported to another world, you know, being underwater. That's pretty cool. And, you know, conceptually and just seeing everything down there. Yeah. It's, uh, I I can't imagine I've, I've just done like snorkeling. (laughs) So it's like a poor man's scuba. (laughs) <laughs> you're like hold your breath <laughs> yeah and that's all you get but so you you've gone you've gone with the tank and everything huh yeah yeah that's cool i What's mean the deepest have you gone I, uh not too deep like 45 50 feet well, that's not too bad yeah you can go and yeah, see nice. some stuff did you go off into yeah. off the coast of like california and stuff or did, have you gone to yeah, like any islands yeah <laughs> like yeah up i went to anacapa LA? island okay cool yeah 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 there's like a bunch of sea lions over there and there was a fish that we saw, I think it's called a black bass, mm. uh, black bass or something, but it's, it was as big as a car, man. It was like, no way. you know, seven feet long and just like cruising right by in front of you. Like, wow, this is an amazing creature yeah. that I've never seen before. The ocean is so mysterious to us still, which is crazy. And, and what's crazy too is that like, um, like the, if a, a fish would just keep growing, if it doesn't get eaten... And they get fucking huge mm-hmm. and super old too. Like there was like, <laughs> yeah. I think I remember reading something recently about like some like catfish that got caught. It's like, like a hundred plus years old. It's huge, dude. The massive, it's just like, it just like, it was like one of those that just like slipped through the, through the, the Darwin uh, rule. And it just like kept growing and, and it just didn't even like, it was it only, I think it died because a fucking stupid human asshole who picked it up and was like, Hey, look at this big fish. <laughs> I'm Guinness book of records. And I ruined this, this fish's life. So, yeah. Oh man. Stupid human. But no, no. <laughs> but it's really, I mean, I don't know. The ocean is amazing. That's cool that you do it that is. because, yeah, you know, having those kind of experiences, um, how, how, how important do you think that having experiences like this in life are for you as a creative person, <laughs> your creative outlook and experiencing things? How important do you feel they are to you? Uh, I think it's very important. You know, I think there's a, um, all your experiences are kind of like what influence you to, to create things and even subconsciously you know so and uh, I, I think also a lot of it has to do with uh, I've noticed a lot of really good uh, artists are actually you know um, they're I, I think I don't know I, I would say they're um, they've had a lot of experiences and things like that so I, yeah. I think I try to try to keep keep my life experiences new and fresh and uh and you know, I, I think I work best when I'm like happy too. You know, so when I'm when I feel good and feel like I'm you know confident and in creating something new. You know, that I think that helps me a lot. Totally, I think it just gives you more ammo. I guess you know, creative sense of things <coughs> in the world around you and stuff. 
I think it's yeah. just a, it's just it's just good all around, you know. You get a better sense of everything that's you're involved in and in, in the yeah. world around you and stuff. And like you said, we're, we're you know, <coughs> excuse me, as sensitive as we are um, at everything in life, it's I think as an artist, it's good to travel and, and experience different things because, like you said, just adds to your palette of experience, and then you put that back into your art. And I think guys that have lived a really crazy life, like we were talking about Rembrandt, I think the last podcast and. If you get a chance to really study him, I don't know if you have. He's had a, he had a really rough life, and you can see it in his paintings. Um, yeah, just people that he loved or dear to him, you know, he he lost them, and and he could feel it through his career and stuff. You can feel like the pain and the in de- the demise and the depression that he was going through. Sadly, you know, but which makes really great art because we can relate to it in certain contexts of our lives, our own lives, you know, and looking at these images and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah, so anyways, you're out there humping some fish. And then, because uh, yeah. I remember you telling me that, and I was still at Prologue, and like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You're diving? I hate you. Like, I'm all like putting in the grind, you know? Like, you fucking asshole. You're all free running around doing whatever you want. Yeah. Then you end up yeah. uh, linking up with Elastic. Is that where you're at and now, then, or yeah. still? Or? No, no, no. I, yeah, for after, after Prologue, I, um, Hooked up with Elastic, um, or and and I was there for about a year and a half, um, okay. and uh, that was a really. I mean, I can't say more good things about that place. Um, it's just a world class company and great great artist and uh, they do good work. They, yeah. um, they do great work, and something you know very for me monumental is is the fact that I like sort of transitioned into doing matte paintings there. And, um, what was that which, about? Because they were doing movie stuff and they just like, Hey, well, draw. they had basically elastic and there's, you know, there are three companies combined. It's elastic, a five, two and rock, paper, scissors. And, um, a five, two is the, uh, visual effects, uh, department, uh, and elastic is the motion graphics and RPS is editorial. And so when I started at them in the motion graphics that, you know, I told, I was doing concept art and I told them, I was like, yeah, you know, I want to get into mapping if you guys have any thing going on and, you know, so I started doing matte paintings there, and um, and basically, you know, it was based like sort of a uh, good um, learning experience on on how to uh, and and that challenged me into you know creating. It, it was just a new a new sort of challenge in creating this sort of you know photographic imagery. Yeah. Did you? Um, yeah, because matte paintings a whole another um, discipline. Did you? Did you yeah. look at like um, guys like Dylan Cole and those kind of DVDs oh, yeah. and get a kind of a sense of what how it's done? Yeah, yeah. So, did you oh, do a little yeah. bit of I mean, studying to get up to those well, like that level? Or uh, I mean, in college, I was I was definitely you know hugely influenced by Dylan Cole and Yannick Dussault and and uh, Yusei and uh, Michael Pangrazio. Like all, a lot of these like big map painters. Like I, I was just I was pretty fascinated by it. Um, and, uh, the, but yeah, I, I you know, uh, do so I remember watching a Noman DVD on do so and, um, and, and I was, I sort of had an idea on how to map paint, but I, I didn't really, um, I don't think I ever brought something into com- to completion, uh, before. So, uh, so there it was, you know, it was really good to, um, to get, I, I did do some map painting at Prologue, um, uh, however, it, at, at if I too, I was like refining and refining, you know. So I was um, 
uh, just de- developing um, 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 my talent there. That's cool. And just kind of <clears throat> trying something new because you're going from design and, and kind of like a hodgepodge mashup right. of a design to like a more of a, a selected kind of, you know, profession, I suppose, because people, some people, that's a profession is just doing matte painting for movies because it's, it can be incredibly, um, right. time consuming and incredibly, yeah. uh, um, challenging. Um, do you, did you ever do any research on some of the, like the original guys, like the, the good, the dudes that played on like glass and stuff like, yeah, old, dude, definitely. Like, oh, like, those guys, dude, like uh, the level yeah, of man. skill. Uh, Actually, there I worked with somebody um, who uh, this guy Bill Mather. He uh, used to paint on glass, so it was really cool to uh, to talk to this guy and and he's a super talented um, matte painter. Like he did, you know, very epic matte paintings that are you know will go down in history, like the Dracula Castle and what uh, really? Tim, Bur- Tim Burton's you know Gotham and things like that. And yeah, wow. So he was you know, over there at that and, studio. And, and, he was at, at Method Studios. That's awesome. It's way cool. Yeah. What was his name? Yeah, very cool. Bill Mather. Bill Mather. Because there's this guy, I'm not sure if that's his name, but there's a guy that did a ton of the matte paintings for like the original Star Wars as well on the glass and stuff, and they would key it all in ILM. But yeah, yeah. Um, he did yeah. a bunch oh, of man, stuff for Indiana a whole Jones. Bunch of those guys. Uh, but no, there's, there's I, this one guy that's like really, he's like the one main, main dude, and there's like he's like the god of the matte painting thing. I'll have to look it up. And find uh, I think it. it's. It could be Michael Pongrazio. I mean, he did it. the like That's Raiders, um, Raiders artifact room, which is like one of the most epic ones. Yeah. Um, what do you feel when yeah. you look at that kind of work? Do you feel like you want to punch oh, man. the world back for punching you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's you know, I I just stare at it and get lost in it. You know, I, there was a map painting, a glass map painting at the um, the LACMA. Uh, during the Kubrick exhibit, uh, they I had uh, that. I heard this, that was amazing. Damn it! Yeah, they had they had one by um, this guy named Peter Ellenshaw. It was for um, that's his Spartacus. name actually. That's his name, Peter Ellenshaw. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, that's his name. Yeah, he did like the yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, yeah, he did a ton of that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean that guy. Oh yeah, that guy's a that guy's a god, a map painting god. And um, but, but seeing it in person is so different from seeing it on the internet. You know, it's like. Or, in, or even in a book, like it, seeing it in person, it's like you see every brush stroke. You know, it's yeah. the way it's so so cool. I mean, I stared at it for like an hour. I just nerded out. <laughs> the, the cool thing, yeah, I mean, anytime you get a chance to look at real art um, in person, it's so great. And I think what really makes these old mad paintings work is because the way it was transferred through photos, through grain, like the old film grain. And you get these yep. like digital. You, you wouldn't get the digital artifacts. You get the like analog artifacts. Uh, it actually make it soften the image and it makes it even feel more real. And you have these like mm-hmm. really believable scenes because of the medium that was used. And now with the transition of like you know, don't you like curse on your breath with the 4K stuff? And then you got like you know 8K probably coming out eventually. You know like yeah. 4K resolution. Yeah, you gotta like <laughs> you got pixel fucked yep. to death. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no it's coming so um the fidelity of things is just like oh man really yeah, <laughs> are you kidding me yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's um but do you, th- do you think there's yeah, still a really great magic to it that's involved with the process uh, of it 
I mean, I, I do think so. Yeah. I, I, I think you definitely, I mean, to me, even now, like, uh, I, I think I'm constantly training my eye to, to see in a realistic way, in a photographic way. And, um, that's, I, I think it's, it's incredibly challenging. Um, and, um, yeah, I do think there's, there's something special about it still. Yeah. I mean, of course there is. I think the idea is that you're creating a world of detail that doesn't exist in a story Mm -hmm. that's moving, but it's flat or it's, you know, it has dimension to it, but it's changing. Have you seen the advancements in in an animation um, that Pixar is doing right now with the texturing and all that kind of stuff? Did you see that on Cartoon Brew? Uh uh, when did it, when was it released? Uh, it was, it was pretty recent, I think, but it's, I'll send you the link to it. It's pretty yeah. nuts. And I think if you can think about how you would use that for matte painting and texturing, it's going to oh, bring wow. a whole nother avenue to the madness of things, you know, like yeah. the way that we do these kind of things. Cause I like matte painting too. I think I did a little bit of it. I can't remember if it got used or something, but I think it might've been something for the ride or another movie project. But I didn't do anything as, as as high level as you did. It looks like you did some stuff for Cloud Atlas. Um, yeah. Is that when mm-hmm. you were at Method? Is that what you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did uh, some Cloud Atlas stuff at Method. I did um, six uh, six or seven shots. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but there That's was a ton it, of work. So it, it, it was a ton of work, and uh, I worked with um, <clears throat> the visual effects supervisor Dan Glass and uh, Matt Desero both who are like incredibly talented supervisors and uh and a lot of really talented artists to bring those things to life um did you work from some of george hull's like sketches and stuff yeah yeah yeah. george uh they they had george hull's sketches already like a whole bunch of them yeah and he developed oh yeah he's amazing and very inspiring guy and totally um i listened to the podcast with him and it was really really entertaining how's that christina ricci story (laughs) <laughs> oh it's really fun really good <laughs> it's amazing yeah george the, is a great guy super nice the guy. zion the zion yeah the zion um, nipple thing yeah and did i tell uh, you i don't know if i told you or if i even told anybody but after that podcast somebody had found that clip of him made yeah. like an animated gif of him like no uh, a never-ending gif of him rubbing his like <laughs> zion nipples and then sent it back to him and he was like dude what the fuck <laughs> it was amazing uh, yeah oh, man, hats good. off to that person because that was like so funny the 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 effect the podcast had on somebody enough to go and, and make an animated gif of george rubbing his cyan nipples is awesome <laughs> but, very awesome <laughs> but that's i mean that's that must have been really amazing for you because you grew up you know how we're pretty close in age so you, we yeah. you know the matrix hit us right at the right time oh yeah the ghost no, in the I, shell hit us you know like we're, we're on similar um, paths of influence you know very true very true and george hall was definitely an influence in college i remember i think him among other concept artists like i had pinned all their work on my wall and i would look at it like every day when i woke up and um definitely the you know art from the matrix was matrix was there and and his seeing and being able to see his work also for cloud atlas was really you know amazing i'm like oh my god i'm sort of like you know on the same project as you know one of my idols you know so how was that what was that that, feeling for that how was that for you uh it was incredible i was like oh man how am i gonna hope i do a good job here you know yeah (laughs) you can tell the pressure yeah yeah lots of pressure so and uh yeah he made some amazing concept art and 
so it was it was taking that and uh, basically making matte paintings uh, based on the look that he had created for um, Cloud Atlas, the Neo Soul, uh, futuristic cityscapes, and um, yeah, that that was probably one of the most challenging if not the most challenging project i've ever worked on in my life i would really? say really wow you must have yeah. put a lot, a lot of pressure on yourself then it yeah it was there was an incredible amount of detail involved in that and um but that you know the all the artists that i work with that you know are really good and um i think you know everyone came together and made made some really cool art for that did you enjoy the movie experience uh, yeah, I, I read the book before I watched the movie, and I think that helped uh, for me. And the, the, the blanks story, and stuff. Yeah, the, I heard the book's really good. It is. Yeah, I had a really good experience reading it, and uh, there, this is a complicated, you know, story to to fit into you know only three hours or two and a half hours or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I so felt like I, I think, was getting the Dune experience. You know, like you have a movie that's actually seven hours long, but you're getting like all cut pieces and yeah. it just doesn't really feel right right yeah i mean i i, I actually really I, I think cloud atlas was done well it's just it's i don't think i mean maybe i'm biased because i worked on it and also i read the book but i i think it's i mean really what what the wachowskis were doing with that was you know was the uh, a, a step forward in in cinematography you know and um, I, I have to, you know, I respect that a lot that they're trying to do something new. So, yeah, it seems like that's a bit of their nature to try and do at least if it's something new, but it's like rehashing things that they love, you know, like, you know, cause if you look at the influence of like ghost in the shell on the matrix, it's pretty close in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's very parallel worlds to it. And then sure. they, you know, clash in mashing a lot of other things. But the cool thing is that nothing's really original really if you think about it everything's a remix of something um because we're so influenced by our environment unless mm -hmm. you're a child that grows up in the woods and you just don't have really any influence of the world around you and stuff nowadays with how connected we are to the internet like you're you know what no matter what you're going to do at least my approach to it is that you could create something really unique and original but it's never going to be exactly a unique original thing i think especially when it comes down to breaking it down to mediums like what we do you know which is yeah motion or, or painting or pixel manipulation or you know any of that kind of stuff and so i think um we get these really experience cool experiences and, and, and break it down to the finite experience to you you're just a part of this huge team that's part of this huge experience and how it yep. impacted you as a person you know so that's really cool and it's good to hear that because i know you've experienced some some pretty tough challenges in work so and i'm checking it out right now i wish you'd put bigger images you bastard yeah put I know. some this, bigger images i so, i will <laughs> <laughs> come on man no, i know i know i know this is I, sure. this is just uh like a work in progress here I'll, I'll, i'm gonna redesign everything and, and create big images for and, and more images so Cool. Well, um, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I just want to see so, all the stuff that you worked on. So, and your process with this, it's so you would do like the far away distant details and then they would yeah. put 3D and CG in front of that. So basically, yeah, exactly. Basically, um, you start with a concept of the, of the actual, uh, shot. So Which is like a rough sketch of the shapes and stuff. Yeah. And okay. which is what I would do. And then I would take that sketch and then make it a little more detailed. So then it becomes, you know, almost like um, 
when we were doing boards, you know, at Prologue, like a, you know, a, basically a mood board, right? Yeah. Um, mood concept. And then from, from that, geometry is built uh, in 3D. A modeler is uh, brought in and, um, and creates the layout kind of based on the concept. And then uh, after that, I'm painting on the geometry so that all the perspective lines match up. Um, and if they want to move the camera, they can because the map painting is projected onto the geometry. Oh, that's cool. And um, you must have learned a lot then, of tricks of that then too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then all, uh, everything has to be painted in specific layers so that if uh, when it goes to the compositor, they can turn on and off lights, or they can, you know, add smoke here or add um, reflections in the glass here, and uh, and then uh, also uh, the lighter. Uh, you know, lights, lights, put lights, uh, lights on the geometry and lights the scene so that, for instance, when the explosion, like if there's an explosion in front of a building, um, the explosion can reflect within the glass. Gotcha. Um, yeah. They so, can have reflective yeah. qualities and stuff. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How often did you watch uh, Blade Runner while you were doing this? Oh man. Every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sid Mead and all I that was, stuff. Did I you did, do a lot of research on Sid's stuff and see all his work well, as well? Is it, I mean, uh, Sid Mead is definitely, you know, a huge influence. Um, I mean, it's very, this is neo soul sort of a Blade Runner-y sort of thing. But I, but the thing is, you know, we, did, we didn't, didn't want to match Blade Runner, obviously. We wanted to do something new. I did watch Blade Runner and, and you know, all there, there's some amazing uh, production design in that and um small set so, too yeah. that they did it on which is really crazy but yeah i think yeah. i mean no matter what you do it's a subject matter if you're going to paint a face you're going to paint a face and everybody you know it's like it's not like sid invented the face it's just that the way that he designed the face i guess you know the face of this kind of world this dystopia and, mm -hmm. and and how what a masterpiece that movie is um it stands oh, its, yeah. own, it's, it's on its own level of just madness but yeah and that and then also i know that you're a big fan of akira as well too and, and i'm yeah, like one of my favorites so this is really cool you get a chance to kind of paint neo tokyo which is neo soul but you know it's, yep. it has that you know eastern vibe to the city but then you have you know the new age stuff and then all this artificial light and and stuff and in contrast with the mm -hmm. nature natural sun and the way that things yeah. look and stuff. So that's cool. So those are some big influences for you at doing these? Or? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I watched Akira so many times and, <laughs> and Ghost in the Shell too. And yeah, that I think the designs within those films are, you know, way above their time and, and still hold up today. And um, I, I think their vision of the future is really fun and <clears throat> definitely has an influence on, you know, on, on the things that i on create as well totally how could you not it's so beautiful yeah. and so powerful and that's really cool that you're able to yeah. do this now i mean you come all the way from doing you know if you look at the advancement of your career and the things that you've done you you look at the rock and roll and you, you go all the way now and you sh and i if i can't see a high res image of it but if i show you that you'd be like damn that's two different artists but it's cool that you're willing to try new things and challenges and stuff and i think that's really where the beauty of this stuff lies you know which is good for you, man. You. That's awesome. It's cool to see that. And I, and I love seeing it when my friends progress and grow and get new challenges and, and, and triumph over them and stuff. So 
Yeah. Thank you. And I'm, and like you said, that's cool. That's so, so, so cool to be able to work with George and our, you know, even though you guys aren't connected exactly together at, at the same time, but you're working on the same project with the same kind of thing, which is got to be very rewarding. I'm sure, you know? Yeah, it definitely was. I was honored to, uh, to be on that project for yeah. sure. That's cool, man. And you, do you feel like this is more of where you want to go with this kind of stuff or are you getting into 3d much? Or are you still wanting to go back into illustration? Like, What's, um, what, what are you feeling like is, is new for you that you're aspiring to try? Um, I guess later down the, the road, I, I would like to progress into actually like shooting things like on my own and, and film and, you know, learn cinematography a bit. Um, I, I, I would think, I would say that's the, like the most logical next step for me, um, but uh, I, I, I'm really having a good time at what I'm doing right now. Like, I, I, I love doing concept art, and I love doing map paintings, and I love doing storyboards. And um, I, I think as, as long as I'm, you know, constantly challenged, that's, to me, uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. And I'll, I'll continue on that road as long as I'm challenged. So That's a good way to look yeah. at it. Because you got to have that part of the ingredient there, and it has to be strong, you know, the challenge, but not too strong, <laughs> but just yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> so you don't give up or get just destroyed. But that's good, man. Yeah, um, I'm really into that stuff right now as well. So I have to exchange some literature and some stuff that you might yeah. really dig on because there's just so much awesome. to learn. But the thing I've I mean, learned I'll... about all that stuff is just a matter of doing it, though. It's just like you know, that's you know the ninety. Nine percent of this, or what somebody said, it's like a Thomas Edison or something says like one percent inspiration, ninety nine percent perspiration, or some shit like that. So it's just a matter of right. just getting showing up and doing it, you know. Whether you fail yeah. or it works, it's just a matter of you doing it, which is the most important part. So yeah, I yeah. think uh, Kubrick quoted Spielberg at some award show, and he said the hardest part of what they do is just getting out of the car and walking on set set yeah yeah. i can imagine that you know and and um what do you think about films these days i mean um do you feel like we're we're holding on to something from the past and nothing's been as strong as it was before or Um, do you feel like it's still there but it's just kind of uh, lost a little bit i feel like it's a bit lost I mean, do you, I mean, when yeah, you watch a movie, I'm, do you get that same feeling you get when you watch Indiana Jones for the first time? And, uh, and it, yeah, of course is not. It, yeah. Is a movie experience nostalgic and are we just a little bit older, you know, we're not really able to get that first experience again? I mean, the first time I watched Star Wars as a kid, like uh, I literally had to go change my pants. I shat myself and I'm just, I'm not, <laughs> not literally, that's horrible. But no, I mean, it was just so, I was just so enthralled by the experience. Yeah. It's so amazing. Do you get that yeah, same no. thing that you... Do you feel like that still now, or do you are you very optimistic about movies um, and the media? Yeah, you know, I I, I feel that I feel a similar way. I think that you know, possibly we're holding on to something. Uh, um, I, I definitely like when I go back to watch older movies um, like Raiders or Jaws or um, The Shining. Like the I so mean, good. That, yeah, they invoke a certain feeling. You know that I feel like there are a lot of movies that are churned out nowadays. I mean, because there's so many more movies turned up. I feel like now, yeah, um, that they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're missing. I feel like they're missing some sort of like uh, spirit or uh, something that evokes a feeling. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed uh, watching her. Um, I, I heard that, that was really good, and I haven't had a chance to watch that. But 
I love that. And I was going to ask you, I'm going to jump into this other thing is, and I talk about it probably every podcast because I like to talk about the stuff I love. There's a show called uh, black mirror from the UK. Mm. Um, if you haven't seen that, you should really watch that because it's got similar premise points from what I've understood from what her is about. But there's, okay. there's six episodes. It's only one season. And that's why I was going to kind of segue our conversation into TV shows and the new medium of these extended periods of things. Like, because I was watching Dexter and I was like, dude, you got to watch Dexter. And Dexter was really fucking good in the beginning. Like the first. Don't, don't spoil it. I haven't seen the last season. <laughs> well, you don't need to watch it. It's turned horrible. It was just a nightmare oh, yeah. because it, it, it became this project that it's almost like they were allowing the fans to dictate what happened. And it just was like, there was, it was, it became directionless almost. It was this weird, like it just kind of fell apart at the seams. I think they should have died. They should have stopped with the Trinity killer. Cause that was just so amazing. But anyways, yeah. I was watching that and you were like, dude, that's some baby cake shit. You need to watch breaking bad. And I was like, what's this breaking bad? And you turned me on to breaking bad, which, <laughs> which I think is, is hands down one of the best American like television shows ever created yeah, just I because agree. of how consistently amazing it is. There's never a bad episode and it's just amazing because the character transformation and everything, the cinematography, the characters, the acting, the development, everything is so amazing. But I go, and I, I don't get really, you don't get that from American entertainment. Really. There's not a lot of risk taken, unfortunately. And, yeah. but, um, but you get it when the UK, they are willing to take more risks. There's these two shows that you should really watch. There's black mirror, which is like a contemporary version of twilight zone. It's amazing. Um, okay. and anybody listening to, please go check it out. Check out the episode, uh, white bear or, um, uh, the entire history of you or, um, I'll be right back. I think I'll re- be right back is on Vimeo. Somebody posted it up. It's really awesome. I'll be right back is actually really close to the premise. I think of what her is the uh-huh. impact of artificial intelligence and, and not like in the dystopia, like it turns into a tank and pew, 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 you know, like Terminator style. <laughs> it's, it's not James Cameron style. It's, it's intellectual and, and essential in a way where it, it provokes a, an emotion. That's not what we're used to in our culture, but there's also another show called uh, utopia and I'm only, there's only one season now and it's just nuts. Um, oh. and the cinematography and the, and the feel and the characters and the story and everything you, you would love this show. Like awesome. highly recommend you watch both of those because you'll shit yourself. It's so, so amazing. Um, I forgot I was going to right, oh, watch him. Yes, please. But I think what I'm saying here is that I feel like movies as an experience is, is changed a lot because the medium of our experience has changed. There's Netflix and streaming and binge watching. And so you get, this experience that's even you get more time to spend with these characters, whether you like him or you don't. And then you like for a guy like Walter White, you, you, you love him at first and then you're like questionable and then you hate him kind of at the end or you just kind of acknowledge that he's just changed, you know? And so yeah. I was going to bring that up about one of my favorite shows recently that I've really enjoyed. I've did binge watching on it for three seasons was uh, game of Thrones, which you were a part of um, as well. Right. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah, I have. Do you, what do you? How's your experience on that? Do you enjoy the madness that that show has? Or? Yeah, it's good. I, I did the same thing. I did a binge uh, watching as well. I, I need to go back and and uh, refresh my memory, to be honest. But uh, I mean, I think it's also you know uh, hugely successful and good te- character development and um and just keeps you entertained. You know, like I think that's what the, what's so awesome about Breaking Bad is that every almost every episode you're like. Is hooks you, you know, and you're yes. constantly hooked. So, 
and it's smart um, about the way it moves the worlds around. I mean, Lost had that. It had it going for a bit there. It fell apart at the end, but it had that really amazing kind of con- like experience. And I think what I'm getting at here is I think that with the movies and all these things that we do and the things that we work on, the things we experience, the things that we're um, killing ourselves for basically it's changing. And it's, I just, I always like to ask guests or people that would work on these kind of things, like what their psychological thought is on like the experience of what this is. You know, when we, when we were growing up, we were, we grew up on like the, the, the dawn of the big era of big movies to blockbusters, star Wars, right. you know, like Indiana Jones. I mean, these were movies where they were the real blockbuster and like the no joke blockbuster, you know, like there's really no such thing as that right now, but they're trying to be like that, but they're just not, they, they're, it's not the same thing. And what do you think that is? If, if you agree with me or, or if you disagree um, with me too? Uh, I, I mean, maybe it's just something that's been done so many times and we've seen it so many times. We've, it just, you know, we we're just used to it now, you know, yeah. uh, I'm curious actually of like the next generation of, of, of kids, you know, like, are, are what are the, what are their thoughts on these movies? You know, like what are their thoughts on gravity? Do, do they, you know, do they understand it, you know, or, or even Pacific Rim? Like, are they, <clears throat> is it the same experience as seeing, you know, uh, is their experience the same as like when we saw the dinosaur for the first time in Jurassic Park, you know, it's like, yeah, true. Or, or, or if they, are they so like with video games and everything so used to this sort of thing that it doesn't even, you know, they don't even care about it. And, and, you know, there's a whole new medium up ahead that's going to change. And, um, and what is that? Do you think, you think it's a more of an experience like, uh, you know, Oculus virtual reality kind of simulated experience. I think that's where it's going personally. I I think, I think I personally believe that as well. And I think it's, um, interactive. It it has, I think the the future is everything interactive, you know, and, and being, being part of the, part of an experience, you know, so, um, the Oculus Rift, yeah, definitely. It's inevitable that that's going to happen. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of, of the right people doing it. You know, like we, we talked about this before as if like Christopher Nolan were to direct a video game that was more immersive and you could use Oculus and experience this world where it's more dimensional. That's more powerful than a movie, I think, could be. Could, could be. But at the same time, there's always that one thing where I'm sure you agree with me too. If you read a book and then you watch the movie adaptation, the book's always better. So yeah. there's, you know when you leave something up to the person's imagination, you, it becomes more powerful. It's like the Blair Witch Project film, which is like really yeah. low budget, but they used the sense of, of their weaknesses, which they didn't have a big budget, but they used that to their strengths and it became a scary experience because of, you know, tying into that rather than being like, this is the monster. And then here's his right. face in detail and it's all lit, all cool and stuff. And, and I think, yeah. you know, there's that, transition even like the original dracula and stuff i mean that's still critically acclaimed because i think because of its delineation of of detail and the way that we kind of see him and the experience and it's it's quiet there's no sound you know and it's just it's more expression and and almost to us psychologically it's more of a weird experience that we exchange with the screen you know so i don't know this stuff just it fascinates me because um it's not just doing the art it's not just doing this stuff when you really look at the big picture you're 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 trying you're you're stealing people's time to emotionally push them in a certain direction you know right and a really good a really good um a really good director knows that and he's a a bit of a uh, magician and i think kubrick 
had a good formula with it. I mean, The Shining, I could watch The Shining every time and get a new experience from it, but it always has that powerful thing. And it's not necessarily nostalgic. It's just, it's very thought out, interesting film, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, to me, what's amazing about it is the, how how well it holds up today. You know, like I'm still scared watching that movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, like I, yeah. It's uh, it's amazing. There's not many movies from, from that I, f- I feel like that are able to do that nowadays. You know, that you that are um, that I, I guess that just that hold up so well. You know, and aren't trendy. Totally. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, mean, I think they did a pretty. Di- I thought it was a pretty good success with uh, parano- Paranormal Activity, especially like the think the first one, the way that they were working it. Either you were scared by it or you thought it was dumb, but I thought it was a successful uh, attempt because of the way that they kind of did the whole Blair Witch, Blair Witch project kind of thing as well. And 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 actually, I don't know if you've been paying attention to like in Korea, they're they've been busting out some really badass films as well. Um, like uh, mm. the guy that did like the original Old Boy, um, that's a gnarly film. Um, oh yeah, of course. There's there's the um, the devil or I saw the I saw devil. The, that's a brutal film. Have you seen that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that's really a, good. I agree. Yeah, it's a super Very brutal good. film. That's on Netflix, I think, actually, right now in the states. Um, if you if you're listening, you haven't seen that. Um, just be kind of prepared. It's a it's heavy film. Um, you think it's going to end, and there's it just an... keeps going. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought a tale of two sisters was that, is that that one? Oh, the tale. Uh, it's another. Uh, it does another Korean uh, horror movie that's really good. Too, I think I've I like. seen that or heard about that. I heard that was really good as well. I, I just yeah, I, I couldn't get enough of good films. But I think what's cool <laughs> about them out there is they're willing to take risks. Whereas in the states and where we live and in, in, in Hollywood and a lot of stuff, it's very much like okay, you know, we got to have Robert Downey Jr.'s face in here to make X amount of money and this and that, and then it has to have right. you know a first and second and third act, and then you have to have resolve, and then blah blah blah, and then you have to have like the Hans Zimmer music music you know like everybody i don't know if you notice it's like i've noticed so many scores have had the time soundtrack from inception they just they bite this the soundtrack off like completely. oh yeah. yeah like captain phillips had it i was at the end of the captain phillips and i looked at my wife i was like it was this inception soundtrack at the end of this? <laughs> and i enjoyed the film but i was like yeah. i was bummed that they, they they did that you know i was like dude this is inception like why can't you guys make something else you know like something new but who knows what the decisions making a movie is is crazy and when that's successful i have no clue how it gets done because it's just a crazy amount of people and and the amount of effort it takes to do such a thing it's just it's baffling you know but i love that stuff though so it's just interesting and i know you as well you do as well because you're a movie fanatic as well so yeah i noticed that uh they used um the 2001 space odyssey music in the new godzilla trailer yeah they did huh yeah yeah Yeah. but I, I must say though that I'm pretty excited to see that regardless. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think that'll be a fun experience too. You know, like either yeah. either it'll be good or it'll just be kind of like one of those things that comes through and you're like, yeah, you know, take it or leave it. You know, and right. Yeah. When I when I watch like The Hobbit, I'm really impressed by like the skill and the craftsmanship that Weta's doing. But it's almost like it's become about the craft of them doing amazing work rather than making something that I can resonate with emotionally. And that's why, like, right. when I watch Game of Thrones, I'm like, fuck, this is intense because it's about people and the drama of people and, like, these interesting stories that you can, you know, tie between when you put people in extreme situations and stuff, you know. And and when I grew up and I read The Hobbit and then I watched the film, I, I, I kind of wanted to just go back to the kid that read it and saw it in his head, you know. 
but right. I mean, that's all, you know, it, I choose to consume these things, you know, so I can, I'm not like yeah. I'm complaining. I think that it's really amazing that these guys are able to do what they're doing. It's just, there's an experience exchange that's happening. That's really odd. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, this is the, what I'm saying and why I'm bringing this up is because we work in films, we work on movies, we, we help these people make these things. And it's just, it's just an interesting experience, I think. And I wanted to know if you felt the same way when you're creating these things, whether there's this exchange of like energy that you get, whether, whether when you're on a project and you, you don't know if it's going to be good, but then when you go to see it, it is good or if it's not, or it's a part of something else that you you know, you wish it was or something. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, for me, I never know, you know, and I think for a lot of people, they don't know, yeah. you know, whether it's going to be good. So it's sort of like a, yeah, it's a surprise. It's like, um, you know, it's, I mean, to me being part of films, uh, you know, it's pretty eye opening that how, uh, it's a, it's a form of art that is entirely collaborative, you know, and, um, every little piece has to be, you know, just fall into place perfectly for it to be a good movie yeah and um and i so it's always interesting like uh i guess guessing whether the based on what i'm working on uh whether it's going to be a good movie or not and a lot of times i mean most times i have no idea you know and um with cloud atlas uh after reading the book i was pretty excited you know to to see how they would adapt that um but yeah, for the most part, it's um, uh, it, it is sort of exciting to to see you know whether a movie's going to be good or not. There there are certain instances where you already know that it's not going to be good because you know we just there's certain things you just you know can't remake or or Will or Smith. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Dude, you're so dead. yeah. But, uh messed up now i I was i was just i was messing because i actually was re-watching um men in black and it was like one of my favorite movies when i was a kid growing up because it was so silly and funny but i loved like the nuances between the worlds you know and and i rewatched it again and it didn't hold up the same as i had imagined but it was still fun in certain ways you know it had some really great um, really clever writing actually yeah i I remember enjoying that movie as a kid yeah yeah it's a fun it's a fun ride you know and that's kind of thing we're talking about but so if you so you're thinking that you want to jump in and do more of like you know building your own kind of worlds i guess huh yeah i think i think i would like to progress in that in that way like actually you know be um yeah create create my own worlds um but that's I, i would say that's way down the way down the line when i uh uh decide decide to make that decision it's a big responsibility yeah yeah. well damn dude we're almost uh, i guess this is probably capping it off do you have anything else i mean we kind of went on a bunch of rants and tangents and stuff i hope that this was somewhat decent for you to kind of oh no i'm very grateful thank you man for having me that's it's an honor of course man and and um it's been we haven't talked in a long time so this is kind of cool catching up i have you know there's a lot more to talk about and we can chat about um you know just off the podcast and just check in on everything else that's going on with you but yeah i just want i I mean uh, i'm a big fan and i and i and and and, uh it's likewise you're a big part of uh my career development and growth and stuff and so it was a no-brainer you you know so and i'm just thank you man yeah of course you're welcome i think we should continue to work together dude you just let me know man be fun 
But um, yeah, so for those of you, I mean, you're, are you, you're not super active on the internet and stuff, right? Do you do like the Twitter thing or the Facebook thing um, much at all or you do? Yeah, not, not so much, I guess. Yeah, you, it's just smart. You keep it tight and you just kind of focus on what you're doing and stuff. And yeah, you got a nice, I like the way you do it, <laughs> you know, oversaturate <laughs> yourself with the madness. So, yeah, which is good. But um, I mean, if I guess uh, I'll post. Yeah, well, I, I do have a Twitter just, I mean, if anyone wants it an Instagram, it's C Sanchez and then easy. So, okay. both of those. Cool. Yeah, well, I'll put those in the podcast or at the bottom of it. Um, and then you guys can check out his work and um, hit him up. And yeah, I don't know. Or maybe not. I don't know. So <laughs> you're like, no, don't talk to me. I'm busy working. So. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's yeah. totally cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or mention before um, we jump off? No, I mean, I just want to thank you, man, again. And Very welcome. It was a really fun experience. I hope that people get something out of it. I'm sure they will, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, dude, keep rocking and looking forward to all the stuff that you end up doing, the next challenge that you take on and stuff. So yeah, it's going to be great. Thank you. You too, man. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Well, have a good day, man. All right. You too. See you, bud.